Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning. I better take my mask off here. You understand me? I don't know if you can understand me anyway, but uh, good morning, everybody. Mike Rayley here. Uh, this is the Weekend Gardener, like the man said. And, and I'm cl- out gardening. You're out gardening now? Yeah, okay, well. Yeah. Pick out. Ann, uh, Ann Clapp is out gardening this morning. She's not here. Uh, Brother Rufus Edmonston is is with us. Rufus, uh, the esteemed Rufus Edmonston. I'm esteemed, all right. General, I'll I'll call you General this morning instead of Mr. Secretary. Oh, General will be just fine. Okay. That'll be fine. Former Attorney General and Secretary of State and currently the uh, Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina. Yeah, you can bunch up a lot of tiles within an amount of hill of beans. <laughs> if, you, if you don't have uh, friends, you, you don't have anything. Uh, amen to that. Well, let me read you today what, what, what my nice little book that you brought from uh, Brother Cliff Joyner. In Nashville, yeah. In Nashville. Yeah. And it says here, sometimes you can only find heaven by slowly backing away from hell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that's, now, uh, I didn't, that, now that wasn't a cuss word. I was just reading what I understand. What, I Carrie, understand. what Carrie Fisher said. Yeah, give me a long show. Carrie Fisher said that. <laughs> They're quoting Carrie Fisher. Quoting Carrie Fisher in my little book. What kind of book did you give him? <laughs> I don't know. It was Cliff Joyner, not me. Yeah, <laughs> he sent it to. You. Yeah, one of the finest people I've ever known, Cliff Joyner. I grew up with him. So Miss Nelson Cox is with us, and. Um, a great friend and um, honored to know you, my dear. You, oh, thank you. You have, uh, <laughs> you have added so much to this program over the years, as you all have. Thank, thank goodness <laughs> I've had you all here uh, with me. Uh, but uh, we're you, everything okay in Fuquay Arena? That is correct. Everything's chilly. I had a, a – Melissa and I had a sandwich, I guess it was last week, not this week, at Neal's. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're back back open and doing well. There's yes. some nice people there. And good sandwiches, making their own bread. I had a little uh, yeah. ham and cheese, and, uh, ham and Swiss on uh, pumpernickel. And, Sabelle uh, and Mustafa. <laughs> uh-huh. They are, From yeah. Turkey. Turkey, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's right. So just just top of the line folks at a great restaurant. And there's some really good restaurants in Fuquay Verena. Mm-hmm. So um, we're in, in a good garden center, too. A great garden center. Yeah. Boy, we're Nelsa's. looking good down there too. Yeah, except you didn't bring any. You didn't bring any plants this morning. 
they were covered up or frozen. Oh. But but I did bring some other little delightful items. Oh, you brought some seeds. We're going to try yeah. to grow seeds this morning? We can. Oh, man. <laughs> Everybody's got a seed. She though. brought some pastries of some kind, too. I haven't looked oh, in the box. Yeah, and this is from Southport? Mm-hmm. The Burnings in Southport. Yep. And do they look wonderful? I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to they dig in. They look like in. little mummies. They're really, really good. Uh-huh. February 1st can't get here soon enough. What that's, exactly that's, are they? I can't see them. Rufus's hands covering. Bernie's? <laughs> well, there's one in Raleigh. Oh, but, uh, look at those things. This one was in Southport as I was on my way out yesterday. So they're like. Uh, little mummy pastries. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, mummy pastries. Okay. Well, I'm going to see what a mummy tastes like here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of scope it. Oh, take your time. Kind of scope I'm, it I'm, out. I'm taking my time. Look really. at it. Just kind of rear just, back of the chair and relax. If and, I rear back in this one, I'm a goner. <laughs> i got to talk to the big daddy about getting me. Oh, is that is that one you can't lean back in without no, falling you, you on the floor? you can't lean back in this one. I, I, I'm sure he would not want that for any of us. So <laughs> I hope he's – or. Some of his lieutenants are listening this morning. Well, they better listen to the the, the best uh, talk show in America. <laughs> well, it's my favorite. We're trying. That's all that counts. That's all that counts. Yeah. You know, I miss uh, NC Spin too. I sure hate we had to get off the air. I do too. I, I had to reprogram things at home for my television system because I had had that taped every Friday yeah. night. Oh, Tom Campbell did a good job, and he. He's a good gardener, too, by the way. He is an excellent gardener and uh, someone that I am honored to have uh, host this show when I'm when I'm not here. Um, maybe I should take more time off so y'all could hear Tom more. But uh, he's probably laughing uh, this morning, relaxing at his cottage or someplace uh, today. So I hope Tom is relaxing. He's writing. So if you if you miss NC Spin, Tom is uh, writes. And has a syndicated column or newspapers all over the state. So, hope you catch one. I know the Pittsburgh paper uh, carries his column. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. I had some major dental surgery on Thursday. I, I don't. I still have a little bit of swelling over here. So if I start talking funny by the end of the show, it's because it's because uh, I'm swelling up a little more or something. But. Uh, uh, at any rate, 919-860-9783, you're welcome to uh, come in, and, and you can talk, and I'll sit here and listen and let the other folks handle things. Nelsa, you just, you you really did. you I saw a packet of tomatoes, but you brought some something for everybody. Yeah, I've got um, some fun tomatoes and some peppers and a couple cucumbers, so... Uh, ready to start sowing here sometime in February and get them ready for uh, spring planting. I guess that you could probably fill your store there at the Garden Hut with uh, tomato seeds alone. There are so many different varieties. Yeah, we probably have, uh, these were some I couldn't necessarily get. Maybe there's a couple, but I like to try other people. Like I got a Cherokee purple, but I just like to try other people's Cherokee purple seed. Um, just to see what variants are out there. But, um, yeah, we probably have maybe 20 different uh, seed varieties currently. And, um, of course, when we start getting plants in, we'll supersede that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about Gerald. I think, what do you say, over 100 Yeah, in his tomato patch? 
Yeah, that's that's kind of a Frankenstein's monster setup he's got. They got these this water going through <laughs> tubes and and that's uh, uh, I don't know about Gerald. look like an intensive care unit. I don't know about Gerald. He's 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 a crazy guy. We love having him on the show though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's good for it. <laughs> but uh Nelson, do you do you grow um do you grow a lot of tomatoes? I used to grow some out back. Uh, yeah, I do. I have them um, in the front landscape, the back. Yeah, uh, up there garden. on the hill in front. Sure. Uh, and then, of course, on our farm in Julian. So I, I the last uh, couple years, I've planted at least 200 plants. None down at the beach? No, but I may this year. I let my buddy Luke next door. He uh, He's a great gardener. He grows cabbage and broccoli and um, collards, and uh, he's doing his cool season stuff now, lettuce. And um, uh, he he has squash and zucchini. He he has some of the best produce that comes out of his little tiny backyard. It's amazing. Does I wonder. You have to import the soil. Uh, no, I, he gets um, some black cow manure, and um, he uses that in some of his raised beds. And then he plants some in kind of just with his landscape foodscape. Hmm. Well, that's great. Yeah. And no no problem about draining. I guess with all that sand. Yeah, and he waters. So, yep. Well, it's it's uh, it's really amazing. Some of the you get down toward the coast, and some of that really black, rich soil. Of course, not right right on the coast, but but near the coast uh, in you know Pender County. Some really rich soil down there. I'd like to have some of it myself. But are there certain varieties, certain things that work? I know that uh, that. Uh, weather down there can be and all the salt air and, and stuff can be kind of uh, a problem maybe does he have to grow certain varieties or he tends to stick to um a couple cherry tomatoes like the million bells um he's you know he's in his 90s but he he loves beefsteak um so he doesn't do tons of the heirlooms he may do a couple german johnson but um you know he's very successful. He'll he'll do uh, uh, better boy, and uh, I mean his plants will just be loaded. I mean he'll have twenty tomatoes on one plant. Mm. So he's doing something right. He must be. He must be. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have to have him on the show sometime. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. So hopefully uh, there's nothing that's going to. I don't think we're having really cold enough periods now to to really hurt very much in the way of plant material yeah i mean in especially since we have had all the rain and moisture so plants and evergreens and newly planted um, installation plants um, are hydrated so that's good uh, having this cold and and we've had some wind with it and that can burn plants but again with the moisture we've had natural moisture uh, that really keeps the plants hydrated they should bounce back well yeah Rufus, uh, everything tucked away in your yard? Well, I, this I morning? was uh, a little bit worried about a sago palm. Oh, yeah, but the I sago palm. Yeah, should be fine. You know, there's a sago palm um, in a front foundation on Old Honeycut Road. Old Honeycut Road. It's probably the third or fourth house um, up from Garden Hut, and it's been there as long as we've been there. So, yeah. um, you know, we going into our 16th year at our current location and uh plants done great i believe it was in 2007 or 8 it got burnt pretty hard um do they ever cover it 
I've seen them cover it maybe twice. Yeah, somebody in my neighborhood has one, and it's yeah, but it's, it's not covered right now. And I mean, it's beautiful. It, it's right up at the foundation. Um, it you know, and it and it gets some filtered light. Um, it gets some early morning to uh, midday sun, and then it doesn't get the hot afternoon sun. But plant's stunning. It's it's a monster. We have a monster one at our at the beach house, and uh, the top of it got burnt a little bit last year, so I've got to cut that top out. It'll flush back. Now, yeah, no, it's no a, problem at all with a windmill palm. That, that no, that's that uh, would work well much farther north mm-hmm. than uh, North Carolina. The sago palm at I mean you know, oleanders and things like that burn pretty well down at down in, uh, they do. in the beach. They uh, do. Amazingly enough, so our weather's fairly similar mm-hmm. to to the coastal areas. So I'm glad that sago palms. Do you sell sago palms? Uh, we do. Um, we don't have any currently, but we will when we want. Yeah, up, so. <clears throat> probably wouldn't want to plant it until it's no, warm anyway. That's correct. That's correct. But I, we did plant some um, uh, perennial hibiscus yesterday, and um, we planted uh, a dwarf althea, the Rosa Sharon, Rufus. Mm-hmm. I always think of you. And then we planted a, a, a kind of a columnar uh, Rosa Sharon. Planted uh, an agave, pretty good size agave. Um, a few other things. I planted some stuff on the north side. It just really gets an hour morning sun. I had some um, uh, some of the kind of yellow lemon lemon lime uh, nandinas. So I planted four of those. Oh, I say I planted. Mark planted them. <laughs> uh, I was under over, your direction. I, well, no, he did it on his own. I oh, was okay. over at uh, my best bud uh, Vicky's house planting. Um, some some stuff for her, and um, I ended up planting some Wheeler's Dwarf Pittosporum at her house. Pittosporum, that's another thing that works really well mm-hmm. on the coast. Pittosporum. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, I don't know and you... there's so many varieties, uh, dwarf, mm. compact, variegated, tall. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 820. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener at 823. I'm Mike Raley. We got uh, Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Nelsa Cox with us this morning. I walked down to uh, get myself a drink. And I came back and Nelsa was all excited and uh Asked her why and what did you say? I'm getting a cat. You getting a skid I'm, steer? I'm getting a cat. <laughs> oh man! So uh, Rufus, that's not a male cat either. Rufus and uh, and uh, Nelson were just discussing skid steer. Now, for the uninitiated, explain what a skid steer and a track is. Well, a skid steer, uh, it's kind of an unloader, if you will. Um, some people know them as bobcats, or uh, John Deere makes a great skid steer. Gotcha. And most skids are, uh, as of recent, the last several years, have gone to just tracks. Um, so kind of earth movers, easy to maneuver. But with our operation being um, unloading on asphalt, yeah. we need wheel-based uh, wheel tracks uh, or uh, wheel skid. So... Um, we have a new one coming. We might have to name it. Maybe we'll do a game and get people to help us name our new cat. Why not? Now, those things you maneuver uh, kind of like you playing a, a video game, don't you? You do. You do. Um, the, and they're, they're like 
some of the old bobcats I had, um, you had to do hand and both hands and uh, foot controls. This one is just a, a joystick on the right. It's awesome. Oh man, it's, it's fun. I got your kicks on that thing. Oh, they're yeah, fun. Just play you, with it. It's such a great tool, though. It's a oh, great piece of certainly equipment. would be. Yeah, you can do just anything with them. So. Rufus, do you do you have a skid steer? No, but I have a. A suggestion for a name. It, it, okay. it, it could be Rufus. Oh, serving at all. I've got a hot dog <laughs> and well, a, and a, a road steer. it fills, and I, I never can get a highway named after me. Come get a load <laughs> of Rufus. Come, <laughs> <laughs> they say, we hear enough of that guy on Saturday mornings. <laughs> uh, or for the last uh, 40 years, 50 years. I um, had somebody Saturday say, uh, Last no yesterday, the farmers market restaurant says, "Ain't you Rufus?" I said, yeah, he said, uh, "I thought I heard your voice." How about that? Yes, sir. I said, "Well, where'd you hear it?" She said, "On the radio." What do you think? Well, a lot of other places she could have heard it. I'll tell you over the years. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. I want to ask you again. We we touched on the sago palm, which is uh, a very low growing, very interesting delicate relatively delicate plant mm-hmm. so the average homeowner is going to come out to the garden hut and buy one where should they put it how should they care for it well it needs extremely well-drained soil and i think for many of the listeners um in and i want to say the viewing area but um it, you know it may not necessarily be the plant for them um, but certainly containerizing it, bringing it in and out would do great as well. If you're going to plant it in the ground, um, you know, Fuquay has some great sandy soil or areas with great sandy soil. Uh, so south side is perfect, uh, and that's usually where we winterize ours. I don't even bring them inside. We didn't have any to winterize this year, but we do have agaves and some palms, um, and we just put them up against the greenhouse on the south side, and it just stays so warm. And bananas, we'll have a lot of bananas, and they, I mean, they come back uh, right there tucked away in that south side. We don't cover them or anything. Yeah, we had a discussion uh, a couple of weeks ago about uh, the banana plants and how they can really get out of hand yeah. if you don't like them. But uh, they, they, I mean, I think they add a lot to the landscape. Yeah. There's the somebody on and, uh, Holly Springs Road down from Fairview that um, I think it's before you get to uh, – Air, or excuse me, before you get to Cary Parkway, and they must have hundreds in their yard. They just yeah, lie in their I know where that is. You know is. where I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. Around the corner from Phil. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, they may they may they have probably come got from them Phil's. from Phil. Probably so, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, you can you can control them and and have a very exotic look in your landscape. Have a little tropical uh, or beach like. Of course, I don't know that I ever see banana trees at, at the beach very much there's a few down there um in Oak those, Island. yeah those that can uh keep them away from from that that wind shear keep them a little protected uh and and i mean it's it's windy at the beach so you know those that do have the bananas they uh, tend to not be what they look like here where they've got the nice big large whole leaves they tend to be more like swiss cheese they're big but they're um, kind of flapping in the oh, wind yeah. because they well, kind of tear. I like that look. That's the way they yeah. look. That's the way they look in the jungle. So yeah. But uh, speaking of the beach, uh, the oleander. A lot of people like to try to plant oleander up here, and I, there are varieties I think that that can work better than others. Yeah. Again, it's all about that um, protection, uh, the roots being warm, 
warm um, and just having, um, you know, exposure like heat coming off of a brick building or, or foundation, uh, just keeping it extra insulated so they can do quite well. They... Uh, Japanese black, palm, uh, pine. black pine mm-hmm. is an interesting-looking plant that you see at the coast that yeah, works well. Absolutely. It's beautiful, and the wind shear to it. Even yeah. the yopon holly is stunning. Yeah. Right. Yopon holly is native to North Carolina. It's a, it's a variety that's native to Ocracoke Island, I'm told. I like the weeping variety. Yeah. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, let's get back to it. Let's see. Well, we, we were talking about the beach. I hadn't been down. I went down to the coast hmm, maybe a month ago. Hadn't changed too much <laughs> since I hadn't been going quite as much as I wanted to. And, uh, Nelson, I don't know how you have time to, to go down, but you uh, it was you have quick, responsibilities all over the place. It was a quick trip. We um, I took my mother down, but... Um, uh, Not I, as quick as I could get you there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. I was clipping along pretty good. All right. But we stopped at a nursery, and uh, we, uh, when I say we, um, my van was following us, so I had uh, Mark with us, and we went and toured Johnson Nursery on, on the snow day on Thursday. Oh. And there's no snow down there, but it was wet. But um, we rode around and picked out some plants, have a load coming in this week. Uh, some beautiful camellias, and um, and then I went and picked up uh, some uh, product for um, bacon salsa and candied mm-hmm. jalapenos and candied banana peppers, and then we went on to Oak Island, started uh, pruning and cleaning and weeding. And Oak Island looking okay. I know they they fed uh, the West like- End is still um, <clears throat> still has a lot of sand issues that they're yeah. still filtering and. Um, Moving on to the beach, and uh, boy, it was windy and cold down there. But um, yes, boy, if but you want to get beautiful. cold, that, it's still beautiful. Yeah, it certainly is. Nothing like it. I still got my seafood fix, mm. so that was good. Mm, yes. What's your favorite way of fried seafood, or baked, or I could eat roast? it anyway. I actually picked up a couple pounds of shrimp, deveined them. Um, we we cooked them in some old bay, and mm. uh, we make extremely warm cocktail sauce. Melissa and I went to a nice restaurant last weekend, and Melissa had a. Uh, I'll have to find the the f- photo of it, but the uh, fish was staring me right in the right in the face. <laughs> well, I had the, uh, the first night Thursday night. I had flounder, clam strips, oysters, scallops, and shrimp. Mm. Mm, I just did it all. That, that oh, wow! It. That it's a it. trout. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Rufus. That's a, a trout. trout. He's looking right at you, and he? Yeah, he sure he, is. He said, you're my man. He was. She oh, was cutting yeah. into him. He was wincing with pain. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> he, is, he, he does look like I mean, he's... it looked like he looked like they had just caught him and thrown him on the plate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what in the world she ordered, but wow. that's, uh, that's a trout there. Like nice blue trout. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh well, I can see my wife wincing at that. Yeah, She's yeah, she would. She would not. She, she would, would not wince. like that. So, Rufus, your heat went out this morning. Well, yeah, I, I hope that dear Linda's getting it fixed. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure she's doing a great job. <laughs> what a what a great woman. <laughs> You cuss me when I get back. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, you just left me with in the cold here. Oh well. 
at any rate. Well, I hope that's resolved. Rufus doesn't seem to be too worried about it. <laughs> well, it's a, I, I kept thinking how warm it's going to be in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Yeah. I hope she's not listening right now. <clears throat> I do, too. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Camellias, you were, you were talking about a new crop of camellias. Uh, Kramer Supreme, uh, I'm told, was really, really popular yes. th- this, uh, this fall, spring and fall, for uh, people buying. And people were just really buying and planting gardening this year because of the pandemic. They were at home so much, and that's a wonderful thing uh, from that, that standpoint. But Kramer Supreme, that, that's a nice it's beautiful. It's stunning. It is a large flower. Mm-hmm. Um, produces very well. Rufus had one. I had a cutting in here a couple of weeks ago that looked. It looked like it was four or five different camellia blooms, yeah. but it was one. <laughs> yeah, they're just yeah. amazing. It was a softball size. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I thought, well, I, I'm gonna see if I can beat Nelson on something. <laughs> Do you normally carry those, or? Oh yeah, we we. I don't know if we're sold out. We still may have a few, but we have sold dozens this this fall, right up through mm-hmm. Christmas. Oh, um, great! They're so, so large that they'll they'll bend down a limb pretty heavy. That's a is that a japonica? Mm-hmm. It is variety. So it's um, normally would be blooming a little, you know, blooming in January, I guess, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it may have started. Some of the japonicas started blooming in in December. They did. They well, were blooming pretty early. Now, what about the Daphne? Has anybody had a Daphne bloom yet? It's Not yet. Cold they, weather is probably they're, they're, they're te- budded it back a little. Yeah, mine have been budded for a while. They're teasing us. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, the winter <clears throat> jasmine flowering now, and yeah, I've seen I've seen some on the Beltline, uh, and I th- I have a small one in my. My landscape. I have a pretty large uh, winter honeysuckle, and I have a huge. I have uh, one really large and uh, one little smaller uh, winter sweet. Mm-hmm. And that I, the really large winter sweet with the larger flowers on it is uh, extraordinary. It really is. I mean, that just the uh, the fragrance that all of these plants send through the landscape. I love the I love the winter landscape anyway, but the the fragrances that we get, maybe a little uh, smoke from the fireplace wafting through there too. All mm-hmm. of that is nice. I keep looking at my Prunus mume, and it it has been ready to bloom now for a month. And I, I just hope that they're, they're so tough that I don't think the cold weather will hurt them. I hope not because it's just melodious, <clears throat> covered with hundreds of blooms. Yeah, yeah. it shouldn't. Uh, we picked up. Some Prentice Mume on our on our little plant buying trip too. Yeah. Um, I think we have one Kobe left, and then we've got. Is that your favorite? I like the Kobe the best. Does yeah. that have that has the uh, kind of a cinnamony yeah, fragrance? Yeah, clovey, clovey cinnamony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've got some pretty Mahonias coming in too that were uh, still popping some color. Um, one called uh, Winter Sun, and one called <coughs> Underway. Um, lots of hellebores coming in. Um, oh, so you're getting a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. They're really starting to bloom they all have. over the Mine place. They have. blooming in the front foundation Yeah, I've, I've had plenty blooming for about a month. The real dark ones bloom first, seem to bloom first. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some hybrids now that apparently don't release seed and, you know, they, they, they don't spread. 
Uh, Most but, of the dark ones <clears throat> of mine don't seem to spread. Huh. But the others sure do. <laughs> yeah, some some will, uh, just like the Rose of Sharon, will pop up all over the place. But Well, I want to change into seeds here, Nelson. I am still without any success in getting poppy from seeds. I don't know exactly how to do it, when to plant them. I've tried before. I know you don't cover them. Yeah, I Seems Are these like the real old-fashioned ones? Old-fashioned poppies. The opium poppies yes. that have the pretty flowers. Yeah. Um, why are y'all snickering over there? I don't know. I, I didn't know this it was an old uh, attorney general plot that was. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with poppies, if you sow them in the fall and let them go through that stratification period, that cold period, um, then you'll have a better germination um, but I mean, you could try it as spring too. But if we get warm real quick, they're not gonna they're not gonna do yeah. well. I'm just I just haven't been successful. I love. A, Have you sowed them like in September, October? If he done it in and tried it in the basement, Rufus under the grow lights or never. I never have done that. Uh, it, that worked. One time I had quite a operation set up down there, and I found out that the uh, the drug administration kept close. Uh, contact with people that bought a lot of lights and things and i i ceased and desist from that i keep thinking about that professor over at carolina that wanted uh the, well, the doctor at carolina that wanted permission to grow a marijuana plant they had to get oh get yeah. you to write him a letter when you were <laughs> <laughs> attorney general so i'm trying to think of his name he he was one of the founders of the uh not the arboretum but what do you call it at, at carolina and he uh one day called me he said, I got a little problem here. I want to grow a marijuana plant, but I want it to be legal. You, you need to write me a letter. <laughs> so I made up this big fancy letter and put ribbons on it and this and that. Is that the Coker? Coker? Yes. The, the, not, not at Coker. Oh, it's not but, Coker? But over at the Botanical Garden. Oh, the, oh okay. The UNC Botanical and he uh, wanted to grow that for <laughs> teaching purposes. And so we, we gave an official letter giving him permission to grow marijuana. How about that? <laughs> you know, we way back in the day, uh, I remember Irv getting a cop. I think we got a couple of calls way on back there. Irv, Irv gave them some good information on on how to, you know, good good botanical information on how to grow the marijuana well, plants. Now, you've heard of Thompson <laughs> seeds. Have yes. you heard of Thompson? Okay, Absolutely. so one one of my many trips to um, England. Uh, I was buying purple daturas and and yellow daturas and some orange daturas, the angel trumpets and uh, just some really kind of cool, beautiful packaging. But some neat seed plants. Well, they had one rack dedicated to cannabis, and I thought, wow! So I bought a pack of marijuana seed, and mm-hmm. then I got nervous about coming back. Yeah. So I put it in my mother's backpack. <laughs> so, so have you ever seen the movie Midnight Express? <laughs> yeah. That, well, let, uh, your, let your poor mother take the wrath. Yeah, yeah. dead gum. Yeah. One of course, cannabis, uh, you know, the cannabis you, you see a lot about now, but it's, it's yeah. legal cannabis. Right. But right. you didn't finish the story, though. Now, so you put it in your mother's backpack. Yeah, yep. what happened? And it, now, and now, as soon now as let's we go got, forward. As soon as we got through customs in Charlotte, I said, Mom, something's on your backpack. Hang on a second. And I got it out and took it home. And then I showed all my horticulture friends. Now, now go on with more. It's with still more. in the packet. Oh, my. Seriously. It's probably not even Bible. How is your relationship with your mother? 
<laughs> she never knew. <laughs> Golly, until now. Oh, my goodness. And they just. Oh, it was the nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what was your intent in buying it anyway? <laughs> Showing it off, it was just neat. Research. Like... <laughs> More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 847. listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio it's the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus yes indeed at 850 mike rayley here along with ann clapp and rufus edmonston and nelson cox owner of the garden hut is with us uh nelson i've i've seen pottery and and pots and all kinds of things on your your website or uh, actually on facebook but you have uh have some things are those things on sale or just uh things new for the year or yeah we're getting a new product in a beautiful array of of indoor pottery as well outdoor pottery um i think we have another 12 to 20 skids coming this week uh we've gotten in new statuary um i'm really excited we have a a pretty good sized load of house plants coming this week. Um, we did get a few yesterday, color cyclamen and um, some potted bulbs and um, just some small little um, indoor house plants, uh, beautiful African violets. So looking forward to, um, you know, we've been resetting <coughs> the store to stunning flags, lots of little Valentine uh, items, and um, but just really cute decorations. Home decor. You you mentioned houseplants and cyclamen. Is is that easy for most people to to grow, or is it kind of picky? It can be a little finicky. Um, You know, with the heat running in the house this time of year, it tends to dry plants out, yet cyclamen don't want wet feet. Um, So I I think just keeping them in a room um, above 65 degrees is is helpful. But they will have uh, many, many little buds that will continue to come up and in succession come up and um it's a pretty easy plant um if you get the right it, right it, environment exactly you just don't want to uh, overwater is the main thing yeah yeah when i when i water mine i i take it out and put it in the sink mm-hmm. so it will completely drain Rufus, you and, have a pretty old one there yeah your I've, house, I've, I've got you? one that phil gave me at least 10 years ago mm-hmm. that keeps popping up wow. and I think most people they they'll let you know when they want water. That's right. That's right. They'll, they'll, they'll drip over. Yeah. And then I just take it out of the pot and let the water run through it and, and drip out in the sink. And that way you're not going to overwater it and let it sit in water. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. What plan. about the leaves dropping? What is that a sign of? Well, you just usually have little yellow leaves underneath that can uh you know just be pinched off. Um that's that's it. They don't get crunchy or dry unless you know, but they're they'll typically yellow, so it's where they're not getting light on top and just the undergrowth, um, which is kind of just normal plant maintenance. Um, what do you think, Ann? Do you like cyclamen? I, um, I love the foliage. The foliage is pretty the, even when the, they're not flowering. The foliage is is fine, but I, the the flower of it just for some reason or other I have not gotten attached to. Yeah, yeah. Well, you sound ambivalent. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I love I like the my colors. Ambivalent bush. <laughs> yeah, the the whites and the whites with streaks of uh, pinks and reds and 
um, just the different shades. The, there's lavender. Um, the I just, oh, I, the flower and colors. color just brings me a lot of joy. I think it looks like a, the, the bloom looks like a teardrop to me, whatever. It does. Whatever when it's a teardrop kinda, is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the little snow bells. It kind of hangs over and then opens up. So um, I just I love the color. I love the foliage. I love that it's um, – it just reminds me – that Valentine's is coming. It just makes my heart warm. That reminds me of Christmas, just like the Christmas cactus. And it's something that we can uh, – or your your mother must have gone out on the porch. She's at the beach. Oh, okay. So it, I hate to say it, but that's the side. So um, it's like a fisherman. But it, there's also a camellia bush that if the wind was blowing, it might have triggered the camera. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> well, if you hear a dog barking, that's it. We you don't have tell one the audience here. what it was. Nelson's got cameras all over the place. All over her mother's <laughs> yeah. place. <clears throat> And there was yeah. this, this strange sound. It wasn't me uh, burping this time. <laughs> and <laughs> It was a pack of dogs. A pack of dogs instead this morning. But uh, the cyclone and the Christmas cactus uh, remind me of Christmas. But you can you can have those around all year round. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to the poinsettia, which, you know, it's, a, it's kind of tough to keep going. That's, True. True. So, yeah. So. But just, you know, I just – for me, there's a sequence. So you see poinsettias, uh, yes, some cyclamen, but then you, you get past Christmas, everyone cleans up, moving past January, New Year's resolutions are broken, and then uh, your seeds start arriving, and then it's like, all right, where are the potted tulips, and where are the potted daffodils, where's the color, and that awful fragrance of hyacinths wafting <laughs> through your house and uh, you know you don't so like you don't like hyacinths. i do fragrance? but they can be a little strong I, mean, I really <coughs> we're do. just running down all kinds of plants yeah. this morning well, I, I mean i really do they're they're great um but just you know again the change of the season the yeah. change of the plant world and it's like you know, being renewed, you're going into spring, and there's just so many around every corner. There's a new exciting plant. So that's the fun and the joy for me um, is knowing that, all right, I'm getting to this point where it's going to be summertime. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Summer comes So you go through it all. I mean, you go through, you know, all of the plant flavors, and then you get into the summer flavors. I just love it. I love all of our seasons. Do you carry paper whites? We do. We're out. And we sold out relatively quickly. Um, and it was funny. We we were closed for a period. Uh, and I would walk in the greenhouse. I think it was like the 3rd or the 4th of January. And I opened the greenhouse door. And I'm like, oh, dear Lord, what is that smell? And it was a <laughs> big pot of yeah. um you know, paper whites that had had literally I had not been there in two or three days. And they just went. Mm. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Wasn't sure if a skunk was in there or what. <laughs> really, you're comparing it to a skunk smell. I am. <laughs> now, now, well, well, Ann, what do you think about paper if they, whites? If, they, uh, if the, <laughs> they're, they're the paper white society is listening, all the letters go to the garden hut. Yeah, um, not well, to me. but I also say that um, coffee smells like a skunk. I get the two flavor, the two fragrances smells. You don't like the up. smell of. I of love coffee? the smell of coffee, but there's just certain times that I'm like. Do you smell coffee? And my mom's like, that's a skunk. So I don't know. I've done that many times. That's a sign of a certain kind of <laughs> neurosis. <laughs> I, think it, I think it is, too. We, we need a hyacinth and coffee. Can we, we have smell. a psychiatrist on? I don't know. If, if uh, one we have a psychiatrist listening, uh, please call us. <laughs> <laughs> what about other house plants? They're, they're probably 
um, having an interesting time indoors, especially the ones that, that go in and out of the house. Just watch the watering, I guess. Yeah, watch the watering, and um, you know it, it, it's so so important to use like a room temperature uh, misting bottle, spray bottle uh, to mist the foliage um, because you know th- these are tropical plants that we're bringing into our house. They're house plants, um, and they like to have that moisture that uh, on their foliage, that humidity. Um, if you think about where their native habitat would be, so that. Um, when your heat's running and the air's dry, misting them can just prolong, um, you know, success and um, and health to the plant, health vigor. Um, but there's there's just so many wonderful plants, uh, and I, they're just you know the aglaonemas and the the rattlesnake aglaonemas and the calitheas, just making a really nice comeback and um, just so fun to see our I call them youth, our our young contributing. Um, customers to society in their in their teens and 20s and 30s just coming in and excited about these plants and and it's fun to sell them to them well can we say a word about violets go ahead we got violets violets or violets <laughs> violets violet <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, I'm over my attorney general days of, of violets okay so like african violets african violets okay we uh when i moved into Lake Wheeler Road, where I live now, got about thirty seconds. Some thirty years ago, one the whole kitchen was full of violets, African violets. Yeah, on, on glass shelves, and needed to say I couldn't open the kitchen door until I took them down. Wow! wow. <laughs> now they can be a little picky unish too. Yeah, I be careful with those. I don't grow them. You don't oh, grow them anymore. They're easy peasy. All right, we'll talk about easy peasy coming up. No violence in the next hour here on WPTF. <laughs> <laughs> 